Curriculum Associates presents the Extraordinary Educators Podcast with hosts Danielle Sullivan and Sari Laveris. Your tips, best practices, and successes to improve your teaching and leadership and drive student growth and learning. We're here for you. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Extraordinary Educator Podcast. I'm Danielle. And I'm Sari. And this week, we are joined by Extraordinary Educator Becky Cope, who has been teaching for 22 years. She most recently transitioned to kindergarten, and she teaches in Mississippi. And her years of expertise... You can tell in the podcast, she's really clear to the point, but it's exciting because she's talking about how you do not have to do it uh, anything alone as a teacher. You actually can lean into your teammates, which is very helpful exactly. to be reminded of. Right. Everyone has their areas of strength and expertise. And we talked to her about how to just dive into the school year in terms of organizing yourself, your physical space, your materials, your lesson planning, as you're also juggling PD and staff meetings and all of that. So um, Becky offers some great advice and practical tips and strategies that you can hopefully use this fall. So here's our conversation with Becky. Hello, Becky. Welcome back to the Extraordinary Educator Podcast. We are so excited to have you on the podcast again. How are things been going? They've been going really well, enjoying summer, but getting ready for the start of the next school year. Awesome. Thanks again for being here, Becky. So I know you recently wrote a blog on this that we will link in the show notes, but would love to hear from you during this extremely chaotic time of year when you're coming back from summer vacation, you're prepping your classroom, you have a million staff meetings and PD, as well as all of the tasks that you have to get done. What is a strategy that you use to kind of help manage that? I think one of the most important things that I do to manage that is that I don't try to do everything myself, that I'm okay asking for help. I am use my teammates. We're very fortunate that we have assistance as well, but just the, to use the people around you to help you out. Thanks for sharing that. It's obviously so important to lean on your team. Can you talk a little bit about the specifics? Do you, like, for example, with your grade level team or your department team, do you have a process or system or do you all talk it out ahead of time? How does that actually play itself out when you're kind of prepping for the school year? So within the next few weeks, we'll meet together and just kind of put together a little map or a plan. You know, obviously our district gives us a pacing guide that we have to use, but we can kind of have some freedom as far as our own individual. So we'll look at as a group and as a team, the kindergarten teachers will look at that pacing guide and where we need to start, what we need to do. In kindergarten, we use themes. So what themes we want to use to incorporate that. But then we'll break apart kind of, and I may do the math planning and somebody else may do the reading planning. Somebody else may do the phonics planning. Somebody may do the science planning and then just kind of bring that all back together so that we're not all doing the exact same thing. That is so important because I feel like sometimes in education, we feel like we have to do it all ourselves. And it's a lot, especially when you're thinking about like you just listed all the different subjects and how to do that. So do you have certain systems that help you all organize all of that planning? Or what are your systems and how do you put the plans back together so that each of you can utilize all those plans? So we use a Google Doc and that way we can share it. We can see where everything is at. We also use that as a kind of like with our little organization system as far as what theme we're teaching and that kind of stuff. But we can see what each other's doing on that Google Doc and try to relate what we're doing to something else too. You know, a lot of trying to put together, you know, the math and the reading. So you're integrating those. That was or like the, the integrate the different subject areas so that even though one person might be planning it, it everybody's integrating it within the classroom. 
If there's a listener who's kind of maybe newer to a school this year or their team currently doesn't do this and they're doing everything more in an isolated way, how do you recommend they dive in and, and start? Do you just recommend like sending your team an email or I'm not sure? What, what, what do you think? I think one of the hardest things to do <laughs> is to know that to ask for help in any yep. part of your life physically, mentally, whatever, asking for help or knowing that you need help is hard. So you have to be vulnerable to yourself and say, look, I need help. We need to do this together. And don't be afraid to share your ideas, have people share their ideas. This will be my 22nd year teaching, but I'm going to be teaching with somebody. It'll be their first year teaching kindergarten. So I know they have bright, fresh ideas that I don't know, but then I've tried stuff for the last you know, eight years in kindergarten and know, hey, that's not going to work or this really worked well. So just to really share your strengths and weaknesses and know that I don't know everything and you don't know everything. We have to come together to figure that out. And how do you continue to meet throughout the year? Or do you like you plan in the beginning of the year, but what's your strategy to maintain this camaraderie as things get all crazy all the time in education? Absolutely. So we have professional learning communities that we meet within our grade level once a week. So say Tuesdays, we would meet. Now, kindergarten is not divided by subjects. We teach all the subjects. So we meet all together. The other grade levels are third, fourth, and fifth grades are departmentalized. So their reading may meet on Tuesdays and their math may meet on Thursdays. So a little different. But within our professional learning communities, we get together. We talk about what we're teaching, what the kids have learned, what they didn't learn, You know, especially even those like who the students that already know it, how can we go further with them? How can we go deeper with them? The students who are struggling, what can we do to help them? So we do that weekly. And then we also meet once a week, just to kind of, we call it like a planning meeting where we're not really talking about the strategies we're using. And we're not really talking about successes and failures, but we're talking about the planning. What are we doing? What book are we reading? What math you know, standard are we going to be working on? Super helpful and and setting aside that time to really dedicate to it, I think helps on the front end, right? Because you know what's coming. You don't have to worry about that. So definitely we keep a binder box, I guess, with copies of the stuff that we would use. So, you know, like I said, I've been teaching kindergarten for eight years. So I have a pretty good collection of, you know, stuff on the alphabet. And so when we're doing the alphabet, I'll put all my stuff in that box. And then the other teachers could come in and we can kind of see what each other has to use and share from each other as far as that goes too. Love that. Such a great system. And I'm sure you're, the other teachers you work with love the, love the resource. So before we close out, what is one tip or sort of parting advice that you have for our listeners as they head back for this next school year? I think my one tip would just be like to breathe, take it easy. Everything's going to be okay. My last school year was not the best and I made it through it. And, you know, you just take one day at a time and know that you're making a difference in the kids' lives. That's actually good life advice, Becky. I mean, if we could all just breathe and realize that well, actually the only thing we can control is our reaction to things. We can't even control other people, but just we appreciate you so much. We appreciate you serving little people for eight years, little bit bigger people for the rest of your 22 years in education. And just thank you so much for everything that you do. Well, thank you. I love to be involved with you all too. You've been great. So thanks so much, Becky. Get inspired by following us on social media and please tag us in your posts on Twitter at Curriculum Soch and on Instagram at MyIReady. If you have feedback about the podcast, a topic of interest, or want to be a guest, email extraordinaryeducators at cainc.com. Subscribe where you listen to podcasts. And if you'd like to help more educators like you join the conversation, please leave a review.
Remember, be you, be true, be extraordinary. The Extraordinary Educator Podcast is produced by Curriculum Associates, editing by Whiteboard Geeks, social media by Atsidi Hannon, guest booking by Sari Liberis, production by Haley Browning. This podcast is copyrighted materials and intellectual property of Curriculum Associates. Thank you.